Hey everybody, thank you for stopping by and welcome to the Buckeye Zone. Uh, it's been a couple weeks since uh, we recorded a podcast here. Took a, about, what, two, three week break. Um, this show, number 16, is going to be covering what happened between our Ohio State Buckeyes as they traveled to Bloomington, Indiana to play the Hoosiers. I don't know, at some point, I need to make a visit down there to Bloomington, because I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and um, I don't know, it seems like uh, it would be a great atmosphere, the the tickets would be a little bit cheaper than going to Columbus, and plus, Ohio State tends to represent very well uh, over there in Bloomington, so I think it would be a fantastic uh, move on my part at some point to get on over there never been to that campus and I think it would be tremendous to uh watch the Buckeyes play over there but you know our our Buckeyes have been rolling and they look to continue their um juggernaut performances uh going up against the Hoosiers there and they certainly didn't disappoint uh at halftime they were up 44 to 7 that was quite impressive show in that first half uh, I think they ended up scoring 30 points, actually, in the second quarter alone. And you know what? They offensively took their foot off the gas, and it's nothing like last year's performance in 2020 because they were up big going into halftime during that game as well. And, uh, you know, the second half, Michael Penix and and Ty, uh, Ty Fogel, um, they ended up looking like first-round draft picks after that game um man uh, it, it was a different story uh Buckeyes ended up winning 54 to 7 and you know what the defense is starting to come around they're really looking impressive and they put the uh foot on the throat of Indiana they didn't score any points in the second half so um they just are flying around they look like they're playing with a whole bunch of confidence. They look like they're reading and reacting, and and just playing, uh, you know, great defense out there. They're they're getting, you know, pass rush was tremendous against the Hoosiers. Um, you know, obviously that's creating pressure on the quarterback and making him uh, throw the ball before he wants to. And you know, it really wasn't going to be much of a game um, if you think about it leading up to it. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. is hurt, so uh, they were going to play with some backups, and they played like with like every single backup that they had on the roster. I mean, it was quite um, comical at times. Uh, it was just a revolving door. I think they ended up playing three different quarterbacks during this game, so you know, it's kind of expected that Ohio State won and won in the way that they did because you can't go out there and have at least three quarterbacks in the game. Um, what's that old saying? If you have two quarterbacks, you really don't have one. Well, they ended up playing three, and their starter was hurt. So, you know, IU really didn't stand a chance against the Buckeyes, and um, they actually took care of business, and they're, they're just looking impressive right now. I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying Ohio State football games at this point. Uh, C.J. Stroud came out, did not disappoint either. He threw the ball 21, or he connected 21 passes of his 28 uh, attempts. 
uh, for 266 yards, four touchdowns, and zero interceptions. So he's looking fantastic ever since he came back from his uh, one-game hiatus where he was nursing basically that uh, throwing shoulder. Could have been partly the problem why he was struggling um, earlier in the year, especially against Tulsa. But, you know, he looked he looks great. He's certainly taking command of the offense, and he definitely looks like, um, you know, a bona fide Heisman Trophy candidate right now. Uh, his odds continue to increase every single week. I don't know if he'll get there or not, but, um, you know, he's definitely looking better and better each week. Granted, he's not played against the, uh, you know, best competition, you know, some of the bottom feeders could say of the Big Ten so you know we'll see he's going to have some opportunities uh, against Penn State Michigan State and the team up north uh, they all look like they're going to have some uh, tougher defenses and you know if he plays well during those games you know he's going to be right there in the mix at the end of the year so keep your eyes out on uh, CJ and his uh, basically I guess a Heisman Trophy campaign Henderson, he, you know, he is looking like a true superstar out there, too. He could possibly be a Heisman Trophy candidate. If not this year, definitely next year. I really don't see it this year, mainly because, you know, he's just not getting the reps. Um, In this game alone, he only had nine attempts, and he went for 81 yards and had two touchdowns. You know, he's a dynamic player. He's special you can see why um you know he was a five-star recruit coming out of high school he's unbelievable you know I enjoy watching him too and you know what if it doesn't work out this year definitely next year and you know he's doing this sort of uh productivity in his true freshman season you know he's going to be going again going up against uh Maurice Corlett's uh freshman touchdown record so uh I think he's gonna bypass it I think at this point he's only like four or five touchdowns away not just rushing but you know receiving it's just the total yards and or total touchdowns he's gonna get that man there's there's just no way he's not gonna break that record so be on the lookout for that uh and then maybe the next two three weeks that'll be fun to watch but you know he was kind of limited he only played for uh, nine rushing attempts. The other guys who got a majority of the carries after him were uh, Mayan Williams. He ended up having eight for 60 and a touchdown. And Evan Pryor, the forgotten man uh, in this recruiting class, because, you know, so much attention has been going to Trivion Henderson. Evan Pryor, man, I really like this kid. He went for 48 yards on 11 carries, but... You know what, he, he looks like he's got that wiggle. He's got some speed. You know, I really enjoy watching him. I don't know if he'll ever be a, you know, a starter for Ohio State, but definitely is that backup role. You know, I wouldn't necessarily say always garbage time, but, you know, whenever Henderson gets, you know, I, I'm not going to say what I was about to say there. If he just gets tired, let's just stick with that. If he gets tired, you know, I'm – you know, Pryor's definitely more than capable of coming in there and, and balling out. So definitely like the things I've seen from that true freshman as well. 
um, receiving. Just going down the, the stat sheet here. Uh, Jackson Smith and Ajigba, you know, he uh, led the way with receiving uh, yards and just catches in general. He had six for 99 yards. Didn't get any touchdowns. That's okay. He's going to find himself in the end zone uh, a lot more often, hopefully as the season moves along. But so much attention is going towards, you know, Olave and Wilson. And, uh, you know, he'll get the reps and the targets needed moving forward at some point, especially next year. But one guy I wanted to highlight was my man, Rucker, the big tight end. Came back for uh, you know, a little bit more seasoning so before he goes to the NFL draft. And, you know, I just wish Ohio State would utilize the tight end position more in the passing game because um, he's special, man. He's, he's made some unbelievable catches in his career during his time here at Ohio State. But he came out and he was playing well. He, you could definitely tell they were trying to get him the ball, get him more involved in the passing game. He was uh, going with five catches for 47 yards and two touchdowns. You know that. You know that's kind of the stats. You know I would like to see more often out of that tight end position. It's just a shame that they don't, uh, you know, try to get him involved. But it definitely looked like they were um, focusing more on getting him, you know, some more targets. But you know, do whatever the defense is dictating you know don't be trying to force passes where it doesn't need to go and maybe they were playing well obviously they were watching out for Olave because you know he's a special player and I think he only had like two receptions in the game Wilson didn't do a, a whole lot better but um you know get the big man the ball occasionally to make him happy and then we had those uh, true freshmen receivers who are dynamic also Harrison Marvin Harrison Jr. and Emeka Obuka they both had two catches each you know those guys man next year when uh, Olave and Wilson move on that's going to be fun to watch with Jackson Smith and Jigba Harrison Ibuka. Uh, there's really no drop off and you keep forgetting about Julian Fleming and I think you know he's been dealing with some nagging injuries hopefully that's you know the case the only thing that's keeping him you know off the field and seeing limited playing time because you know he's gonna be a good player too so you know Brian Hartline he's done a one hell of a job of recruiting uh those top flight uh wide receivers I think in his uh career at Ohio State um as the wide receiver coach um if you count you know this incoming class too with uh Brown and Burton, um, I think he's got like 12 uh, top 100 receivers. Granted, I think you could count Gee Scott Jr. and um, uh, what's the other guy that transferred to Missouri? Uh, Cooper, Mookie Cooper. You know, you count them too, but, you know, you know, Brian Hartline, you know, he's just been doing an unbelievable job. Uh, there was a report that came out saying that, or he actually came out in a press conference um, and said that, you know, he's at the pinnacle of his, you know, coaching ladder, the career right now. Uh, this is where he wants to be at Ohio State. It, he's not looking to move on, uh, looking to climb the, the ladder, so to speak. Not really interested in uh, calling plays. He's just, you know, 
having fun doing doing this, being a position coach, going out recruiting guys, um, coaching guys up, developing them, and it's that, that's tremendous to hear that because I know a lot of people, including myself, are kind of nervous saying, you know, he's going to try to leave at some point. Well, you know what? It, it sounds like he's happy at Ohio State. Uh, I believe he met his wife uh, at Columbus. You know, if this is where your heart's at, you know, and you're, you've got kids in the school system and they're happy, you know, why, why upset everything? Um, you know, look, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. You know, you could definitely go and uh, try to uh, become an offensive play coordinator, um, be a head coach someday, but you know what? He's being compensated well. You know, it, it's not like he's hurting for money. You know, it's definitely six figures, and he's, I'm sure he's done well during his uh, NFL career. What was it? 10, 11, 12 years in the NFL. I'm sure he put some money away. And so maybe it's not always about money. And maybe he's just comfortable where he's at. So, you know, hopefully Brian Hartline, you know, he stays there at Ohio State. But man, definitely uh, excited about that wide receiver room. Um, overall, you know, the guys, you know, they did a fantastic job looking at the team stats overall. Um, obviously Buckeyes won 54 to seven, uh, but total yards 539 to 128. So obviously Ohio state had things cooking on offense and defensively, they, you know, were shutting IU down passing ended up being 352 to 80. I believe all three of, uh, or at least the three main guys for Ohio State in their quarterback room uh, got on the field and, and got to throw the ball a little bit. Uh, rushing was 187 to 48. Glad to see that was uh, working for Ohio State. Uh, those silver bullets were definitely shutting down the running backs for IU. And, um, you know, that, that's kind of the things that you expect out of, you know, an Ohio State defense is stopping the run. So. That looked good as well. First downs, wow. It was 31 to 10. Definitely lopsided on that end. Uh, you know, I, I can't say enough about this Ohio State team. They look, this is what you're supposed to be doing against inferior competition. Unfortunately, sometimes, um, you know, these are just kids. They're, you know, 18, 19, 20, even 21 year olds, I'll count as a kid, a uh, young man. You know, they, you know, they're they're out there playing a game, guys, and a lot of people will bag on them because you know they're playing lesser competition, and, and you should be doing this. Well, yeah, okay, they, they yes, they should be, but at the same time, uh, you know, sometimes you have a slip up and you play down to your competition. Sometimes you're not as motivated, um, you know, because you're not playing against, you know, a team that doesn't have a number associated with their their name you know they're not ranked so um you know it's good to see that they're actually out there they're taking it one game at a time I think you know you have to play that way I I think almost I I don't like the fact that they lost Oregon but it, it certainly will make you pay attention a little bit more to the details you're a little bit more focused you're zeroed in a little bit more uh during the week watching film um going through the practices doing your lifting, I mean, it's, it makes you 
aware of the situation that you can't afford another loss if you want to try to get into the college football playoff. So, um, you know, maybe it's a blessing in disguise that they're they're focused now, not taking anybody lightly. It's it's serious throughout the week and especially during the games. So, I don't know. It's it's a fun time uh, being a Buckeye fan for sure. Uh, looking through my stats, not sure I'm going to see anything um, else that I may have missed. I mean, defense, they racked up a number of sacks. Um, didn't write down exactly how many they had, but they were getting after it. And it was it was fun to see. Uh, I think we might be it, guys. Um, the only other thing was, you know, I wrote down that, you know, Stroud had a great pass uh, over the middle to Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, it looked like an NFL-type pass. It really did. Uh, it went over two defenders. I believe one was a corner, one was a linebacker. And uh, a safety was actually over the top, crashing down. Arn to, you know, our guy, number 11 there. So uh, he had to fit the ball into a really tight window. And, you know, it, it looked like an NFL pass. So there was anticipation. Uh, he put the ball right where it needed to be with the uh, uh, receiver in stride. It was a thing of beauty. If you don't if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and watch the highlights. It was it was a great pass. But anyway, uh, we've they pretty much covered the game there against uh, Indiana Hoosiers. I'll be posting this uh, podcast up uh, later tonight. Uh, today is actually uh, November 4th. And then uh, I'll go ahead and make my comments about the Penn State game. That's right, I'm doing back-to-back podcasts here. Things got kind of crazy at uh, home and uh, work. And you know what? Halloween happens, so a lot of things going on. Uh, Holidays will kind of do that to you. Life in general will uh, suck up some of your time. So Ohio State, big win over the Indiana Hoosiers, 54-7. And uh, just keeping this thing going. They're 6-1. Um, obviously they played Penn State already and won that game and I'll go ahead and review, uh, what happened during that game. So anyway, Buckeye Nation, uh, thank you very much for, uh, tuning in and all those people that are listening. So, uh, continue to promote the show if you like it. Uh, we've got a Facebook page, got over 500 likes. Uh, we've only been doing this thing for what, seven, eight nine months. I have no idea how long. So you know what? Uh, Please go ahead and share with your friends and family and other Buckeye fans. And we'll go ahead and uh, keep rolling along the season as we continue to have uh, our hopes and dreams. Hopefully will come true. Just continue to win each game and we'll see what happens with the uh, first uh, rankings of the college football playoff. That'll be coming up soon. So talk to you guys later. Thanks a lot. Have a good one and go Bucks.